0: G'day friends, Jamin here. It's 10-minute Tuesday time. This week, the subject is making sure the transaction is less to more. Uh, that might not make sense to you now, but this is a really important thing to consider when looking to make change in any and every area of your life. Uh, it has to feel like you are moving from less to more. If ever you feel like you are moving from more to less... Uh, that is a great sign that the change will not last. So what I mean by that is uh, we are very much motivated in every cell in our body to move away from pain and toward pleasure. One of our core needs is growth, so we are always seeking a better deal. We are seeking to move to a bigger place, to a more expansive place, to a place that works out better for us. Uh, So the the less-to-more transaction is the natural transaction. It's what every cell in our body is designed to gravitate towards. We want to let go of what is uh, bad for us and move towards what is good for us. So uh, when you understand that framework, then it's a really useful thing to check in with yourself to see how that applies to the change process you're going on. Because I see, time and time again, I say this all the time, people go to self-discipline as the only tool in the shed when it comes to affecting change in their life. And and self-discipline is a more to less strategy. Self-discipline is all about, right, you know, I probably just shouldn't do that anymore. I, I need to give up that. I need to stop that. I need to cut that out of my life. I just need to be better than this. I need to try harder. So, internally that is a more to less transaction that is you're doing something enjoyable that you shouldn't be doing and you need to stop it and restrict yourself you need to suppress that desire you need to resist that temptation you need to say no to what you would just do naturally if you just left yourself to your natural devices so you've got more now but more is bad and you actually need to give up more to go to less because less is uh what a good person would do so if that is ever what is happening behind the scenes, that is not a believable change strategy because you are then working against your very being. And therefore, you, you won't, the change won't last. It, it can't last. It, it can only last while ever you're applying self-discipline. And willpower is like a muscle. It gets tired. It's a limited resource. Self-discipline is a young man's strategy. It requires you to have energy to waste. And the older you get, the less energy you have to waste. The, the more you, you can't tolerate inefficiencies as much as you can because it's exhausting and it doesn't work, doesn't get you anywhere. So, there has to be a, a better way to think about lasting change. And it's just it's simple. And again, simple and hard is a useful way to think about all of this stuff, but such uh, a valuable framework to be mindful about. So, when when you know people, people often go right. So how, Jamin? How how do I make sure it's uh, less to more rather than more to less? Well, it starts off with awareness, as does all of this. So being mindful about that metric that you're running in your mind, just to stop and go. Hang on, am I moving from more to less? I am I giving up on something? Am I suppressing something, uh, and squashing what feels comfortable to 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 restrict myself and end up with less is that how this feels or or does this actually feel like i'm rolling downhill does this actually feel like i'm reaching for a better deal for a bigger place that i actually will get more here because if it ever feels like more happy days you know you're on a winner you know that change is not only possible but inevitable Uh, and so some key things in terms of practical application for making sure once you're aware of that metric how to make sure you're running that the first is to stack the pain with what you don't want so uh, I I love observing smokers Uh, I've never been a smoker and I think it's a fascinating strategy because it's kind of very counterintuitive especially in today's world where we have so much information around the the uh, detrimental health impacts of smoking yet many people still smoke the only way you can continue to smoke is to uh, ignore the, the current cost and to focus on the current pleasure and um, because then and and then giving up would feel like more or less it would feel like but i get pleasure i get comfort i get escape out of smoking so i know it's bad and I, I should stop so i just need to restrict that and suppress that and not do that and and just give up um, that's, never, that's never a believable plan. People give up smoking when it becomes less to more. And, and that starts when they stack the pain of now, when they currently uh, focus on uh, the cost. So focus is so cool because it's one of the things we're choosing all the time. So no one can make us focus on any one thing. And what we focus on determines our state. It determines what we get more of. And so for a smoker to actually focus on the cigarette packaging, You'd think just because there's grotesque images on a cigarette box, that would be enough to deter people from smoking, but not true because you can avoid it. You don't have to focus on that. But if you were to focus on that and personalize that and go, my goodness, imagine if that was my toes that were falling off. Imagine if that were my teeth or imagine if they were my vital organs. Or you know, a smoker might uh, come face-to-face with someone in in a cancer ward or or suffering with emphysema and it might become very personal and very real or uh, i've seen this happen where uh, uh, a young woman uh, falls pregnant and and she was a smoker but the moment she's pregnant um, instantly the the thought of inflicting pain to to an unborn child is so uh, horrific for her then she has so much pain around smoking that it's very easy to stop doing it so to stack the pain to really focus on how bad this is how much it's costing you uh, and to create this threshold where um, whatever the pain of involved in change, it couldn't be as bad as the pain of staying where you are. So again, you are moving from a, a, a less to more. You're getting a better deal. You are diminishing pain by moving forward. Uh, so stacking the pain is a very useful thing even when it comes to solving insecurity. Everyone's insecure. It's It's costing people a fortune, but most people are ignoring the cost and just saying, oh, it's just a part of life um, and just carrying on. But to actually stop and see the seeds of madness in your own life, to see that insecurity left unchecked and un- unchecked can and will lead to madness, that it's causing you to be at your worst where it matters most. Like that, There's a lot of pain there if you would focus on it. And so um, to stack that pain, to focus on that cost, to really build that up rather than ignoring it, that's that's very very useful to you because then any change, any moving away from that is less to more. And uh, so not just stack the pain, but to but to create pleasure in desire. So not just a moving away from strategy, but a moving towards strategy as well. So to utilize not just avoiding pain, but pursuing pleasure. That's also a very instinctive desire for us. So to focus on what it is that you do want to really build up. A sense of passion and yearning and desire for things that are most important to you, the, the goals that you're desperate to achieve. Uh, and to very be very clear around that, uh, that that's an essential part of this more to less, less transaction. The more you can focus on the, the pain of what you don't want and the pleasure of what you do want, then stepping away from what you don't want into what you do want is less to more every day of the week. Uh, one of the mottos that's been particularly useful for me in this whole piece is to go uh, i will always go where the life is i will move away from what is causing death and towards what is life and so that that feels easy to make change because i'm giving myself permission to go where the life is rather than forcing myself to do what i don't want to do i'm saying where is their life where is their energy where is, where is something big and beautiful? What, what, what am I being drawn into? And do I allow myself to go there? So when I think about the big changes that I've made in my life, where I've, uh, I've um, dealt with dysfunction, where I have reached for goals, where I have developed my capacity, where I have let go of habits, it's always been as a result of being very clear around the cost of staying where I am how that's going to affect me long term and the pleasure of being the kind of person who lives a big life who who explores the wonder and beauty and magic of all that's possible and as I give myself permission to do that then the change process is much easier so uh, a useful framework a simple framework not necessarily an easy one but if you have that metric in your mind and you're always running that against your change strategies you can tell early on whether it's going to work or not if it feels like more to less you've only got self-discipline and that eventually is going to let you down if it feels like uh, less to more you know you're on a winner and you know you get to work with yourself rather than against yourself i hope that's useful i will talk to you again next time You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. I hope you found the content and conversations useful. And remember, you are not just the actor in the story, you are the storyteller. You have the ability to turn this all around. For more information about overcoming insecurity, check out theinsecurityproject.com.